0: Hey everybody, just a quick heads up before we get into this week's episode, when the music kicks in in like 15 seconds, you might be thinking, did I download the wrong episode? This doesn't sound like Tony Hawk, I promise. It is the Tony Hawk episode. As you all know, the soundtracks of those games are awesome, but they're also not exactly available for me to just use on my podcast. So I'm just plugging in some old school uh, video game music for this one to avoid you know, losing my house and everything. So don't worry about the music. This is the Tony Hawk pro skater episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blake. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 245 and uh, it's one of our revisited episodes where we take another look at a game that we covered back in the infant days of Remember the Game. We started this tradition with uh, Remember the Game number 105 where we took another look at Super Mario World and we've done it with all the five episodes 115, 125, 130, you understand uh, and it's it's not that I don't like the early episodes, it's just we didn't really know what we were trying, what we wanted the show to be then and maybe I still don't know what I want remember the game to be, but I have a better idea than I did then, so we're doing them again now and I hope that all makes sense, uh, and this week's episode is a little different for a couple of reasons number A, we're not just revisiting a game, but a series in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater franchise we're gonna cover the series as a whole whole because honestly as much as I love these games and believe you me I love these games they kind of just bleed together like other sports games like we did Tiger Woods about a month ago we kind of covered the whole franchise because they do just kind of start to all blend together after a little while uh if you haven't been playing them recently so we're just going over the whole series at at once uh and number two we're kind of just going off memories on this one I what I mean by that is I, I feel like over the past year or so remember the game has really we've a lot of we've done a lot of games that I just played for the first time or games that I replayed to get ready for the episode uh, does that make sense like less less just counting on memories and I, and I like those episodes and I like what the show has become but the earlier episodes of remember the game were mostly just memories and those feelings and the nostalgia and that's what this episode is gonna be because aside from the remakes of Tony Hawk one and two I've not played a Tony Hawk Pro skater game in Fuck. probably 20 years, give or take. So uh, this put my feeble old mind to the test. I kind of ran off memories, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really feel like this episode will almost play like a retro episode of Remember the Game. And uh, my guest this week is my younger brother, Josh. Probably the biggest Tony Hawk pro skater fan I know, so he was the perfect fit. He was not feeling very well, so there might be the occasional pause in the in the conversation I tried my best to clean it up as I could but I had a lot of fun with this one I know he did as well we didn't so much get into the nitty-gritty details of Mr Hawk's professional skating games but we just kind of wasted time reminiscing about how impactful these games were back in the day and why we all love them so so much and we'll get to all that in just a minute because speaking of just wasting time talking about impactful stuff it's time for another edition of the remember the game infamous intro And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. And really, like, what the fuck else are you going to do with your time? You're going to work? You're going to talk to your family? Pfft, forget all that. Uh, but seriously, if you do want to skip it, you just want Tony Hawk talk, go to about the 30 minute mark. You should hear some music. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be rolling, alright? We'll get into it. I have to get my plugs out of the way. It's how we keep the bills on around here. We have merchandise, we have hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff. Rocking incredible art, all designed by my man Joe from 4545creative.com. You can find our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested. It is a great way to support the little guy here at Remember the Game Industries. And of course, if you don't like clothes, I get it. Summer is right around the corner. You want to get your bronze on. Uh, you can always just support us on Patreon. Subscriptions start at just $2 a month and you can get yourself up to four additional podcasts a week it's insane all ad free as well every second Monday we have Purple Monkey Dishwasher which is our Simpsons show hosted by Mark McHugh and myself every Tuesday we have the Rambling Idiot where I talk about my comedy career TV, movies, sports whatever else I feel like rambling about every Friday we do Game Patch which is my modern gaming news show where I talk about all the biggest stories in gaming talk about the new releases give sales picks etc and Expansion Pass drops every Thursday I think it's the crown jewel of our Patreon podcast it's a different episode Episode every week we do game rankings console rankings we look back at characters genres franchises systems we do some comedy episodes there's a fucking ton of modern game reviews uh this past week on expansion pass it was episode 158 and it was actually a, a movie review my super mario brothers movie review and as is becoming tradition here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion pass my super mario brothers movie spoiler cast don't worry there's no spoilers in this preview i promise <laughs> But without spoiling anything, like, of the 70 comments-ish we got, 60 were probably like, this movie was awesome, which is true, and you're right, but like I can only read, this movie was awesome so many times. So I am going to read a few of your comments. I saw all of them, and I'm glad you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Let's get into it. Uh... Let's kick things off. I fucking love this movie. I fucking loved this movie. It was everything I wanted it to be. And I remember saying this in the 90s. I I watched the live action one, which we're going to get into a little bit toward the end. I watched the live action one just like everybody else. We reviewed it on Remember the Game if you want to go back and hear it. I still kind of have a soft spot in my heart for that movie, even though I don't think it's particularly good. Because it was my Mario movie. And I was a Mario fan. I grew up loving Mario. I wanted a movie about him. And I was like, I guess this is the movie that we're getting. But this this is the movie we wanted this is everything we wanted that movie to be and not everybody loved it i understand that but i have yet to see maybe five comments from people that love mario that didn't love this movie So that's now available in our archives, and this week, for Expansion Pass 159, I'm going to review Resident Evil 4 Remake. I've been playing it for the past couple of weeks, it is simply supoib, and I'm going to tell you why it is so goddamn good. On the show this week, it will be spoiler-free, as most of my modern game reviews are, so don't you worry about that, alright? So again, subscriptions start at $2 a month, you get new podcasts every week, all ad-free, instant access to fucking hundreds of of ad-free archive bonus podcasts you can download onto your phone wherever you want. Plus, you can join our Remember the Game Discord to get a chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month. Our, our poll for April is going to be Super Nintendo games. It's a survivor pool, so it's eight games that get whittled down to one. A new game gets, or one game gets eliminated every day. And that'll be starting on Sunday, so you can get in on that if you want to. You also get the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our shows. You can DM with me, and you get a shout-out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest patrons there's a lot of them this week uh thank you all very much the great lambino 1990 christopher beckett mark cook serapit 29 juicy jeff which is the worst porno name i ever heard stupor meat boy maybe the best porno name I ever heard. Marte, Andrew Sugart, Tringo UK, Brett Stifler, Elephant Cavs, also a great porno name. Harry Balzanya, that one wouldn't work for porn. Alan Dragon, Daisy Bortz, Anthony Liberatore, Liberato- Liberatore I hope I said that right. Uh, Harvey Gillette Jesse Stevens, Paul Taylor, insert clever pun, Fitz Dickwell, oh, I get it. Ha- ha- Li Le- 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 Liao, I'm sorry, I'm, that might be the worst I've ever butchered someone. name I'm sorry the one and only Bobby Klein which isn't true I know three Bobby Kleins. El Numero Tres oh El Numero Tres I got it Rolando Campa Elms Sean Giorzi, Diorzi Ched Hartha I suck at this Chinooks the Bay Harbor Butcher Jammin Morgan Smell the Glove Lil Stank Martin Mercier Dakota, Scissor Fist, Joseph, JD, Robert, and Ace McGuy. Maybe the worst batch of shootout or shoutouts I've ever given. But thank you all so much for the support, and welcome to Remember the Game Industries. Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. 5% of our Patreon income gets donated to charity, so you're doing a good deed, and we offer annual subs that'll get you your 12th month for free. And finally, you can find me on Twitch. If you're interested, twitch.tv slash Remember the Game. I have no schedule. I just get on there whenever I can, but feel free to come by and say hi and tell me why I'm wrong and all that stuff and... It's lots of people come by now. It's actually a lot of fun. So twitch.tv slash member the game. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges. It's uh let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. This is a terrible episode. It's our opening segment on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call it blowing in the cartridge.
1: He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <laughs>
0: Let's blow. And before I get into reading the blowing in the cartridges this week, man, we are getting so many submissions now. I, I haven't done one of these rants in a little while. It's not a rant. It's a me begging for forgiveness thing. We're up to like 60, 70 some comments a week. I read like eight. And then I read another five or six on the rambling idiot every week for left blowvers. Uh, so just know if you're writing in, I'm sorry if you're not getting read. I try to rotate the names in and out. Also, if it's a question that I like, have answered in the last few weeks... I don't expect you to go back and listen to every episode and be like, ah, has he already answered this? But I just, I, you know, I'm not going to answer it again right away. So uh, so if you're not getting read, I, I, pre- I see all your names. I appreciate everyone that's writing in. I never thought I'd have more than like five listeners. So I'm still getting used to dealing with having more than five. So just... Thank you. Keep writing in. I try my best to get new names on every week, I promise. Okay? Uh, Let's blow our first blower this week is Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, who wrote in and said, I have played and finished every mainline Mega Man game, with one glaring exception, Mega Man 7. The art style had always been a turnoff for me, plus there's already the stellar X series on the SNES. As a fellow Mega Man fan, is 7 worth my time? One million percent it is. Timmy. I can't remember where it. There is an episode of expansion pass in the archives where I ranked the the eleven mainline Mega Man games, and I can't remember where I put seven. But it's probably in my top five or six. I think it's a good game. My my big gripe with Final or with Final Fantasy with Mega Man Seven is that I think you only get four bosses at a time, and I hate when Mega Man games do that. But like, it's I think it's substantially better than Mega Man Eight. I fucking hate that game. And I think it's better than a couple of the OG Mega Man's as well. 100%. It's it's not as good as Mega Man X, but very few Mega Men are as good as X. But yes, Mega Man 7 is awesome. Play it, you'll thank me later. I think that game is outstanding. Uh Dill Pickle Rick wrote in and said, "I just saw the Chili Peppers live last night, Adam. You better have a favorite song or else." I very rarely do have favorite songs cuz y'all know I'm an uncultured swine, but actually yes, with the Chili Peppers, uh what's it called? Higher Ground. Is that, I'm looking it up on my phone right now. I think that's, I know it's not like one of their big hits. I like a lot of Chili Peppers songs. I'm a, I'm a Chili Peppers fan. Um, but I, yeah, is it Higher Ground? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Higher Ground. I think it's probably my favorite Chili Peppers song. I fucking love that tune. I bet you that'd be a good show. Uh, IP Free, <laughs> is IP Freely here? Wrote in and said, hey Adam, how are you today? My question this week is, what is the hardest level in gaming you've ever played? You're awesome. Keep up the great work. Oh, God, jeez, Thanks, IP Freely. Uh, oh boy, the hardest level I've ever played. The final level in Mario 3D World comes to mind. The like the last one you unlock that's like fucking twenty minutes long. That game is or that that level is tough as shit. Uh, the spaceship at the end of Star Tropics is unplayably difficult. I hate it. The speed bikes in Battle Toads are very tough, although I can't beat those. <laughs> uh, Soda Popinski, the fight and punch out. Just be- I know he's not even that tough, but he owns my ass. And everything in Echo the Dolphin. I'll go with those. But honestly, of all the ones I just said, either that final level in 3D World or the spaceship in Star Tropics are maybe the two toughest. Those things are fucking obnoxiously difficult. Uh, Eddie Dean 19 wrote in and said, Hey Adam, everyone else is feeling too awkward to say anything, but I think a decent friend should let you know you have a little piece of broccoli stuck between your teeth there. Until next time, buddy. Fucking jokes on you, Eddie Dean. I don't even eat broccoli. That's just my disgusting teeth. Fucking double secret probation for calling out my disgusting teeth, you jackass. Uh, Pancake Jesus wrote and said, Mr. Blank, first time blower here. And I was wondering, what's your favorite licensed video game soundtrack? I feel like I always see discussions online about what original ones are the best, but I never see licensed ones talked about the same way. Me personally, Skate 3 will always be my favorite. Listening to ODB while trying to hit the quarry gap just can't be beat for me. You're right, actually. People never talk about the licensed soundtracks. Everyone just talks about, like... I mean, like, Mega Man X is the greatest soundtrack ever. But you're right. People don't talk about the licensed ones. I'd have to chew the fat on that. But honestly... And, I mean, it's topical because we're talking Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I think some of those... Dude, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, 3, and 4... Legit have some of the best fucking soundtracks in the history of video games. As far as licensed music goes. Licensed music goes, pardon me. Songs are fire. Also, um... Did the Def Jam Vendetta games, am I wrong? They had, like, the songs of their, the, the the rappers that you fought with in the game. They had pretty banging soundtracks, too. And I'm a big fan of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City soundtrack as well because I'm an old boomer. But if I have to, honestly, probably Tony Hawk 234 is probably the, that might be the era, man. I fucking love those. I love those soundtracks. Uh, good question. I'd have to, I could go back and read more of them. I'll probably come up with more, but off the top of my head, those are some good answers. Pancake Jesus. Good question, buddy. Hogzilla wrote in, it said, Blank man, how many hats do you own? I have a problem. It seems I, I buy a cool hat whenever I see it. Uh Oh, I have a problem, it seems, and I buy a cool hat whenever I see it. So I have maybe 25, but only 10 make the consistent rotation. Uh Yeah, if you don't know, I like to wear ball caps. And uh, people ask a lot, uh, Am I bald? And the question, like, no, I have like a full head of hair. I just really like the way hats look. I know a buddy of mine gives me shit all the time because he's like, it's offensive to him as a bald man that he's a comedian and he always gets mad. that he's like, you wear a hat, when do you have, a full head of hair? He's like, that's offensive to me. Uh, how many hats do I have? I probably have about 40, I guess. Every time we go to a major league park, I buy one, if not two hats of the team of that park. And then I have, I probably have half a dozen Rays hats and then a few other ones and I rotate them in and out. But you're right, I probably have about 10 or 12 that I wear regularly. Uh, and then I try to keep the rest in pristine condition and only wear them. When you're on stage, you sweat a lot, and they get gross, and I like to wear my hats on stage. So I would guess, I'd have to count, but I'd guess probably around 40. Hogzilla, I love hats. They're the best. Uh, The one and only Bobby Klein, which I still don't think is true. There's lots of Bobby Kleins. Says, Hey there, Adam. First time blower here. Curious to know, after what I consider to be a successful Mario Bros. movie, what are the most anticipated movies you want to see from Nintendo next? Personally, I'm foaming at the mouth for a Zelda movie or series. Glad to join this awesome group. Take care. Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. And yeah, a bunch of people wrote in this week asking about the Mario movie. Do we want to see a Nintendo Cinematic Universe, etc.? Uh, I did get into it on Expansion Pass last week at the end of my Mario movie review. I do want to see them do a bunch of crossovers. I think they're going to, cause I think there's just too much money there. As far as what Nintendo franchise do I want to see another movie of? I want another Mario with Wario in it. Uh, that's honestly probably number one, but if you're making me pick something that isn't Mario, uh, I mean, Zelda, sure. I just like, I don't dislike Zelda, but I've always been just kind of like, ah, Zelda and I are, we're like acquaintances. I don't consider us friends. We're just acquaintances um you know what i don't i don't think it's gonna happen but i want a punch out movie that would be if i could pick one nintendo franchise to make like a dope animated movie it would be punch out and it would just be about Lil mac and his fucking struggles to become a you know from from kid gorgeous to kid uh what was oh god i'm blanking on the simpsons quote it's one of my favorite quotes they used to call me kid gorgeous and then it was kid presentable and then kid gruesome and finally, Kid Moe. I, I think I nailed it. But anyway, yeah, I'd probably go with punch But I, I think we'll get another Mario and we'll get Zelda next. Uh, and finally, before we move on, you know and I know, it's letter time. Oh, wait, and they said Donkey Kong. I think we're getting, I think it's been a, uh, already, like, established we're getting a Donkey Kong movie. Which I'm fine with. I like Seth Rogen, haters gonna hate. Alright, it's letter time, it's letter time. Tim Tianney. Wrote in to us and said, "Hey Adam, given the Horizon expansion comes out this week, I was wondering what your thoughts on expansions in general are. I appreciate that given the commitments to the podcast, it's hard to really commit to them. But if an expansion to a game you really enjoyed comes out, would you ever give it a go? Personally, I have to do a new game plus along it along." alongside it so I can relearn the game's mechanics since it's nearly impossible for me to just relearn on the fly after an extended time away. I did this with the first and excellent Horizon expansion as well as Ghost of Tsushima. Just curious if there's any you'd look at if your schedule allowed it. Appreciate the content as always, as the podcasts are always a highlight of my week. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, It's very, very rare. I never... I don't want to say never do New Game Plus or DLC, because on the very, very rare occasion, I will. Last year with Nobody Saves the World, I was obsessed with that game, and I played through it twice to 100% it. Uh, I just finished Resident Evil 4 Remake, and I would like to do a New Game Plus run. But again, like you said, it's with the podcast, I, I feel an obligation to move on, so I don't really have time to go back. But it is, it is incredibly rare. That I will go back to an expansion. I played I played the the Cuphead DLC. I play all the new tracks when they dropped for Mario Kart. But even Nobody Saves the World, I loved it. I didn't buy the DLC though. Um Yeah, it's it's pretty rare. And the reason for that is like even before the podcast, I very, very rarely play DLC. And that's just I want to play everything. Even without having to play everything for the show, I just want to play everything. So once I'm done a game, I'm like, I'm done. I'm moving on. Like if you, if, the, if your content was that good, you should have put it in the base game. I don't care about your DLC because you're right. Then I need to relearn the mechanics and I don't have, I don't want to play new game plus I fucking hate new game plus. So it's, it's very, very, very rare. I, um, probably one out of like every 25, 30 games that I play would I go back for a new game plus or an expansion and people tell me like, Oh, play the DLC for fucking grand theft auto four or ghost of Tsushima or horizon or insert this game here. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to like, even if it's really great, I'm not like dunking on anyone that does play it. If you play it, that's fucking awesome. But like, even if it's really good, I like, I want to, I want to play something else. I'm like, I've had my fill. I want to, I'm ready to play something else now. So it's, it's a game has to, like get balls deep in me before i'll uh, i'll go back for a new game plus runner or to play its expansion it's very very rare uh but anyway thank you tim for writing in as always thank you to everybody that wrote in as always i appreciate y'all and uh let's switch things up again to our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries it is play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES front, not only providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week, I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is erased from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And this week, since we're talking Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which is an extreme sports game, I decided to go with three other extreme sports games for your contestants. We have Jet Set Radio, 1080 Snowboarding, and Skate. And 32 percent of you said you'd play Jet Set Radio, remake 1080 snowboarding, and erase skate. Let me tell you what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Elephant Cavs said, I heard a lot about Jet Set Radio, so I will play it. I'll erase 1080 snowboarding because I haven't played it, and I haven't heard anything about it. And I'll remake skate because apparently making a fourth skate game is just too much trouble because I don't have it in my hands yet, and I want it so bad, so bad. I, I think they're making one. Elephant calves, correct me if I'm wrong, Google that shit, but I'm positive that they're bringing skate back, they, they announced they're working on one, but you also have elephant calves, you'll break the skateboards, you can't, those are big ass calves, you can't do that, uh, insert clever pun. <laughs> I love that handle wrote in and said I haven't played any of these but I'll play Skate I remember all the hype about it's controls innovations versus Tony Hawk when it came out but I never got around to it in part because I already had Tony Hawk to scratch the itch and I think it would probably hold up reasonably well since it was an Xbox 360 PS3 game I'll remake Jet Set Radio I've wanted to try it for a long time since I, can't he- he- I keep hearing about how great and unique it is and figure to use a fresh coat of paint more than Skate could and I'll delete 1080 snowboarding I just can't see a Nintendo 64 snowboarding game being as interesting or holding up as well as the other two even if folks who played it remember it fondly, it hasn't piqued my interest in the past, so I won't miss it now. You know what? Insert clever pun. That's too intelligent and too well thought out of take for my show. So you're going on double secret probation. Too look, get out of here, you nerd with your fucking logic. You're supposed to erase games because you don't like the box art or the name is stupid or something. Uh, that, that's most people's logic. I, which I, which I respect. Uh, Chase Ackerman. It solely sounds like a news broadcaster's name. Wrote in, it and said, gotta play 1080 snowboarding because it still plays pretty well. Remake Jet Set Radio because I loved it growing up and I would die to get a great remake with current gen graphics and controls and a better camera. Fuck yes. And erase Skate because it's not Tony Hawk and it wouldn't be missed even a little bit. I can't believe a lot of people are erasing Skate. I thought more people liked Skate than this. I'm a little shocked. I never played Skate. But I could. I thought people liked it. Apparently, everyone's like, fuck it. It's, I guess it is on a Tony Hawk episode. I don't know. Uh, Harvey Goulette wrote in and said, Play 1080 Snowboarding of the three. It's the only one I never played. Remake Jet Set because I love the game and it'd be amazing on new hardware with modern graphics. Erase Skate because the realism reminds me of the time I bombed a hill and ate shit, almost breaking my arm in the process. So, you, <laughs> so you're erasing a game because it reminds you of the time that you hurt yourself in real life. I... Mm, i'm looking at the judges to see if we're okay all right they're giving you the thumbs up you're good job good job harvey you pass and donnie the dude walter says finally one i have extremely deep feelings on i'll play jet set because i never have i'll remake skate keep the controls the controls on this game were so fucking good they made it feel like you were actually skating but they weren't so complicated that you had to be a pro skater to understand how the tricks worked that with modern graphics and a deeper story chef's kiss erase 1080 get out of here Thank you, Mr. Blank. Sound logic. Get out of here. I can respect that logic. Uh, so I want you all to know, I'm not going the way I'm going this week to be a contrarian. I put in my play, remake, and erase into my note. I have like a template Word document that I put my notes in. And I make my picks every week before I even open the play, one, remake, one, erase, one thread on, on Patreon. And that way I can-, I can make my picks without feeling influenced by all of you. I went with 5% this week the vast minority the smallest option and not it was so vastly small i didn't see a single comment picking the same order that i did so i'm not going the same way as anybody this week apparently i'm gonna play 1080 snowboarding because i was always a cool boarders kid back in the day and i want to see what all the hype is with 1080 snowboarding and i've always liked the box art uh i'm gonna remake skate because I, I want to say they already are. And I've, I've never played them. And I just want a new skateboarding game. And I really like deep simulation golf games. Even though I don't like playing golf. So maybe I'd like a deep simulation skateboarding game. Even though I don't actually skateboard. And I'm going to race Jet Set Radio. Before y'all freak out. Calm the fuck down. I've already played it. I already reviewed it here on Remember the Game. I loved it. I love that game. But I, I'm done. I've played it. And Sega forgot about it a long time ago. And apparently there's rumors that there might be a new one being made. But I'll believe that when I see it. So... I feel like I got my memories. I never played 1080 or Skate, and I want to play them. So I'm sorry, said. We had some good times. But now, much like a baby penguin, I have to drop you off this cliff. All right? Thanks, everybody, for writing in, as always. Uh, Let me pause for a quick word from one of our sponsors, and then I'll tell you what I've been playing over the last week or so. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing, dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work, gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but... CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Alright, so uh, I've been playing Resident Evil 4 Remake. Awesome. I finished it uh, Monday morning right before I recorded my podcast for the day. It was outstanding. I'm really looking forward to reviewing it uh, on Expansion Pass tomorrow. Spoiler, it's probably... Well, not probably. It is my new bar for Game of the Year. It was... Outstanding! I, I adored it. Uh, I, I played a little bit of MLB The Show 23 and EA Sports PGA Tour just whenever I have time. I'm really trying to focus on my backlog right now, so I haven't been playing too much of the sports. But when I need to relax, I play a little bit of PGA Tour or a couple games of Road to the Show. Uh, I'm really enjoying EA Sports PGA Tour. People have been asking me. Probably, so next week's expansion pass will be listener choice. The week after that, I think I'm going to do an episode comparing PGA 2K23 to EA Sports PGA Tour. And let you know which one I like better. So that way I'll have had a couple more weeks with EA Sports game. Uh, and then I just fired up Metroid 2 for the Game Boy and Dark Cloud for the PS2 yesterday. And uh, I'm going to try to play through those over the next few weeks. Because those are going to be episodes of Remember the Game that are coming up. Really looking forward to getting into those. So that's it. That's what I've been playing. Let's talk Tony Hawk. That's why you're all here. As always, I like to give you nerds a chance to sound off before my guest and I hog the mic. We had a ton of comments again. One of the biggest like memories comment sections we've ever had here on the show but i figured it would be big because it's tony hawk pro skater so i'm gonna rip through a bunch of these here red hood todd says i cannot hear superman without traveling back in time to that warehouse level in tony hawk pro skater one i remember having sick days at school we all had those Oh, having suck days at school. Pardon me. We all have those getting home and just feeling drained. I'd pop in some Tony Hawk and just like that. Good vibes again. I remember you saying on the first episode that even kids that weren't skateboarders played this and that was me. I wanted to be a skateboarder, but living in the country, skateboards don't work on dirt roads. Plus what am I going to grind on the cattle fences? I'm so amped to hear this episode of let the nostalgia come flooding back. Maybe I'll work on my 900. I mean my Ollie. Yeah, I can't skate either. I'm, I'm in the, not, not because I lived on a farm, but because I'm an uncoordinated piece of shit. So I get, I get it, Todd. Uh, arm. Thames Aryan now known as Principal Seymour Skinner, wrote in and said, I remember going to my mom's workplace and printing out a list of all the gaps in these games and trying to complete every single one. It was like 20 pages long. That's how much I loved it, and I still do to this day. I did that with the Final Fantasy Seven guide and almost got my mom fired because she printed like a 400-page binder for me uh (laughs) i love it dark star shady says tony hawk was a game slash series i played for years and in my family it almost acted like tetris or pac-man in that everyone was playing it my aunt who really only liked mrs pac-man and a few older arcade types games got really into playing it regularly as well we're not even going to talk about the phase where i tried to start skating for a while no never do i'm sure lots of people tried it realized they suck and went back to the game that was why we had the games why go outside Uh, Hobbs says Tony Hawk Pro Skater is one of my favorite games of all time I will never forget begging to rent a copy over and over again until my mom finally gave it to me on my birthday the later games built upon the OG but none were quite as memorable in my opinion I can respect that That's why I love Super Mario Brothers. you got to love where it started. And Andre says, I had so many good memories playing this game with your brother. I thought I was pretty good at this game, but when your family moved to town, me and your bro played together and he crushed me. This whole series was such a great thing. I have to say the best game in the series to me was American Wasteland. It was the open world skating game we all wanted. And that's something Josh and I get into. It feels like a lot of people's favorite games in this franchise is all over the map, which I think is just a testament to... The staying power and how goddamn good the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games were. And it's time to talk about them. That's why you're here, right? Let's talk about the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. I'm going to queue up some non-Tony Hawk Pro Skater music so I don't get suited to Oblivion. There it is. I guess I could maybe get suited. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and when it stops, my brother Josh and I are going to take another look back at the iconic tony hawk pro skater series which originally debuted in north america on the ps1 on september 29th of 1999 enjoy the podcast everybody let's go All right, so joining me via the blank phone this week is a man that needs no introduction, but it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's my job, right? I Shout out to Tony gets that reference. I have no choice but to introduce this guy. It is uh, not only my younger brother, but I would, maybe the biggest Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan I know, at least from back in the day. Uh, it's my brother Josh. How's it going, man?
1: Not too bad, Adam. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. I'm a, You know what? I'm a little nervous about this episode, not... I, I think it's just because I'm worried we're not gonna hit on everything people want us to hit on. Like this, it, like talking about the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games is a big, it's a big fucking undertaking here. This, this is not like some you know fly by night game no one's ever heard of. Like these are the fucking Tony Hawk games, uh, and that's why I wanted you to be the guest on this revisited episode because I played a lot of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater two, Pro Skater three. I played four. I think I was casual by the time Underground came out. I was That's when I was kind of started to check out. But you're three years younger than me, and I was getting to the point where I was going out drinking and not playing as many video games. You, Every time I came into your fucking room, uh, you were playing these fucking games back in the day.
1: Oh, yeah. I was close to obsessed with them for quite a while. Yeah. I, I started skateboarding because of those games, but... I suck at skateboarding. Sure.
0: But that's, you know what? And like, and I want to get into that because to me, that's part of what makes the Tony Hawk pro skater game so great. I said this a few weeks ago when we covered the Tiger Woods series. Uh, Games like these give people that can't golf or skateboard or whatever in real life, a chance to still do it. And I think that's part of the reason they're so beloved is because it's like an escape almost. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can be the, you can skate with Tony Hawk and bam and, I mean, I don't know if you want to skate with Bam now, but you, you know what I mean, like those types of guys. Yeah, I uh, know.
1: Yeah, he's kind of gone downhill. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't want to, like, I feel bad for that guy. He's he's in rough shape. Yeah, me but, too.
1: Me too.
0: But I want to I want kind of start with just, like, I'm 39. Okay, Josh is 36. So we're both close to the same age. Younger listeners, and we have some younger listeners that maybe weren't around in, like, junior high and high school during the during the heyday of the Tony Hawk games. Like, and you were. As was I. Like, dude, I don't think it can be overstated how big these fucking games. Were. Like, these games were like Is it crazy to say that the Tony Hawk games were maybe what to our generation what Fortnite was? To like kids today? Like they're that they were that big.
1: You know? I'd say it's close to a fair comparison. I don't play Fortnite, but
0: No, but Everybody else, like, but,
1: yeah, everybody played the Tony Hawk games back then.
0: They were so big, man. They were like, like, do you remember Pokemon? Do you remember when Pokemon Snap first blew up? And every, or not Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Go, and it was like a phenomenon. That's almost what Tony Hawk was like back in the day. Like, they oh, yeah. were they were insane. Like everybody played them, and and you were in high school playing these games, as was I. I like these were some of the first games where it was cool to play them in high school you know what I mean?
1: Uh, like, uh, I wasn't there for this yet, but uh, one of your other guests, you have a lot, Andre. Uh, when we moved to Warrenville, I guess the year before, Andre actually, there was a Tony Hawk 2 tournament at the school.
0: A Tony Hawk and, Pro Skater 2 tournament at the high school?
1: Yeah, and apparently Andre won it. And then we moved to Warrenville, he told me that, I'm like, oh, let's play. And no, no offense to Andre, but I kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he true. knew I was going to tell that story. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he did. He actually told me that he he thought he was good until he played against you, and then he was like, "Oh, never mind." But it was just like, it, like it wasn't like lots of people played video games. Lots of people grew up, you know, grew up playing Mario and Sonic and the NHL games and the wrestling games and whatever you know, whatever game you grew up playing. But like, I really feel like the like at now. Gaming is cool. Everybody games like it's mainstream. You're not a loser if you play video games like it's just a normal thing. But like back when Tony Hawk first came out, it kind of was still a nerdy hobby. And these games just went mainstream out the ass. And like, I don't know about you. I never the only thing I knew of skateboarding before the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games was Bart Simpson and the Ninja Turtles. Like I knew nothing about skateboarding. And like, did you you didn't know anything about skateboard before these?
1: Yeah, very little. Like, I knew who Tony Hawk was, but... Right. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to pick him out, like, in a picture. Right. Back then. <laughs>
0: but, like, I would... I'm not gonna... Like, we're not gonna spend too much time talking about the history of skateboarding, because I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know that much about it. But I, I would... I don't want to say Tony Hawk Pro Skater saved skateboarding, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater made skateboarding mainstream. Like, it went from this, like, niche thing that people did to just everybody knows like i i'm sorry i'm struggling with my words but like josh you understand what i'm saying right like it can't like it's it's impossible to overstate how big of culture and impact on culture these games had like everybody played them everybody
1: oh for sure like skateboarding was semi underground yeah until like the tony hawk games came out and then like you said like all of a sudden, every skate park was filled with kids skateboarding. Exactly,
0: because they were playing these fucking games. Um, and then it's it's you're it, like that's the right word. That's the word I was looking for. Is underground. And it's funny that like you're like it was underground, and then pro skater made it mainstream, and then they released Tony Hawk's Underground, and, and kind of went back. But we'll, <laughs> we'll but we'll get there. So I I want to know where you started because I started. I bought. I don't even know if you're gonna remember this because I wouldn't have let you in my room and. I bought my original PlayStation when I was fourteen because I had a job. The demo disk.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I bought... used to
1: play Tony Hawk 2 on your demo disk. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I used to create a rinky dink little park, and like some shitty little skater, and yeah, have fun.
0: It's so good. <laughs> I and I'm sure listeners remember these. Like I bought my, so I saved up my money and I bought a, a PS1. It was our first non Nintendo console in our house. And it was the first system I bought with my own money. But I didn't have enough money left for a game after I spent all my money on the console. But I bought a magazine that had one of those jam pack discs in it with like a bunch of demos. And yeah, it had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And it had like one, le- like you could do next to nothing in it. And I didn't even have a memory card. It was a demo. You couldn't save anyway. But I remember just playing the fuck out of that. You know what? It might. I remember playing the fuck out of that demo. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 might be the first PlayStation game I ever bought. Like, I, I bet you that was the first game I bought for my PlayStation. Because you're right. You and I... I couldn't remember if you played it or not. But even just that demo, I'd never played anything that addictive. It was fucking insane.
1: No, it only had the uh, the third level from Tony Hawk 2. Yeah. Like, two skaters. I think it was Bam and Tony Hawk.
0: But it didn't... And, like,
1: two songs and then, like, half the parts to build a park.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't even matter. It was just so much fun to play. And then, gosh, like... So that's my earliest memories. And then I don't know if I ever played the original Tony Hawk pro skater, but I know I played the fucking balls out of two, three and four. And, and I like all three of those games. I always go to Tony Hawk pro skater two, just kind of as my, like I, maybe cause it's my first, you always remember your first, maybe that is why I, it'll always be my favorite. Um, but do you? Because I know you played them for, far, far lo- later than just the original quartet. Do you have a favorite?
1: Out of all the ones that I played, actually, I, this might go against some of your uh, some of your listeners. But Good. I always liked uh, American Wasteland the most. R- really? Well, I just had the most of, like more tricks. I think than most of the other games. I stopped playing after that one.
0: All right. There was
1: no loading screens after the game started. All right, now listen. Which was kind of nice, like it was like a giant map of LA that you skated on. Sure,
0: and I don't, I don't want anyone riding in pissed off. I, I don't, I don't think I played Wasteland. Was Wasteland? Because what did you play it on? PS two, probably. Yeah, PS two. Yeah. Was that was that the first one where you could get off the skateboard and walk? I don't remember. I think I stopped at that point.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't the first. I think you could in. And Fug 2, I haven't played that one in quite a while, but I'm pretty sure you could. I mean, someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah.
0: And this is why why we're just covering the whole series. Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, outside of playing the remakes a little bit, which are fucking awesome, by the way, I haven't played a lot of Tony Hawk in a long time, so to try to just talk about one of these games, like... I'll be honest, especially lately on the podcast, there's been a lot of episodes where we're focusing on games that I just played or games that I just replayed for the show. That is not the case with these. Like these, I'm going off memories. And these are memories from 2000, 2001, 2002. That's 23 fucking years ago. It's a long goddamn time. All right. All my hair was one color and I didn't have boobs back then. Like, I was in a lot better shape. And it is a lot, a lot, a long time ago. So we're going off memory. Uh, but I do remember, like, yeah, because I, fuck, I, I remember when you started being able to get off. Like, I want to say 4 was the last one that I really played. Was 4 the, fuck, one of them had the, that TNT intro. I think it was 4.
1: That and, was 4, yeah. Yeah. The TNT,
0: yeah. That's the last one that I can vividly remember playing. I might have fucked around with some of them after that. But I vividly remember playing up to Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four, and dude, it was like what was crazy about these games was that it was they were so easy to to pick up. Like if you went over to someone's house and you never played them, in fifteen minutes you could be doing basic tricks and fucking around. But oh, the yeah. the level of skill that could go to like mastering them and and piecing together these insane combos and stuff is almost unlimited. Like
1: yeah, me and Under got to the point that we were able to do like. Sometimes like 1.5 million point
0: combo. Right, because mm. you could do that thing. Uh, I can't remember what it's called when you would like land a trick where you could balance on two wheels and like keep it going like the manual. Comp- yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's why I had to have ugs. I don't know any of these fucking things. <laughs> Kick flip the gnar or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, but yeah, like and that and to me that's what captures the like. In some ways, I think these games are are more brilliant than like the Tiger Woods games. And those are probably my two favorite sport franchise, like sport game franchises ever, two of them anyways. Um, the one with the game will be the show, but whatever. Is that like there was a cap to how creative you could get with Tiger Woods. Like it just got to the point where as much as I loved those games, I was like I'm shooting 40 under. I'm destroying courses like I've mastered it. These games you can always go for more. Like it was unlimited the amount you could do and the freedom and it really did like I'm not trying to sound stupid, like it really did capture that essence of skateboarding and the freedom of get out there and do whatever the fuck you want. Sorry, everybody. Some technical hiccups there. Yeah. I was just saying that like people judge games based on like a, like not everybody, but some people judge their games now based on like how many hours do I get for my 50 bucks or my 80 bucks or whatever, which I've never been a big fan of judging games that way. If the game was fun, the game was fun. I don't care how long it was. I like shorter games, but these games dude back in that era, especially in an era where so many of us could only afford to buy like one new game a month. Like there was no better bang for your buck than the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Like countless hours, fucking insane. Just working on new tricks, the new combos or like you said playing ho- like horse was always my favorite multiplayer mode. I don't know about you.
1: No, horse was too. We're just straight up doing tricks and Yeah. Ever gets the highest score, but horse was the best. Oh, horse was the shit. The, you know, the best part and Of about- course, you, just, you always made the word something like really stupid, yeah, or, you know, yeah, like course. dumb asshole or something, yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> of course.
0: Uh, <laughs> we used to make it Chris because of my buddy Chris. Uh, I don't want to say his last name on the air, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and we would always make the word chris just cuz it was the loser was like, "Ah, oh, you're a chris." And we'd all laugh at him for being chris. But uh but yeah, and the worst thing about playing fucking horse against somebody was when they went first and you were just watching them rack up this fucking insane combo and you're sitting there like, "Ah, oh, I can't. I'm, this isn't going to happen." And then he and is then crap. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Or or you fucking you know, what was even worse than that was when your opponent ran up this massive combo and then you were trying to catch them and you were right on the cusp and then fucked something up and it was over. You ate shit and lost your combo. And yeah. it was... Uh, I, I rage quit so many times in this fucking game. And then I'd walk away for two minutes and then come back and start playing it again. Because it didn't matter. It was just so addictive. And when you weren't playing the multiplayer... Like I don't remember what Tony Hawk Pro Skater One's career mode was like. But two, three, and four like they weren't the they, they weren't the world's deepest career modes. They were basically like I don't know what they were like in the future ones. I remember the ones where you just go into a level and you just had a checklist of um uh like challenges. The three
1: scores, like collect skate, yeah. Collect like the tape
0: and and there was something yeah. so It was just fun. Like, it didn't have to have a big story. I was like, I'm happy just going into this map and just farting around and trying to find, like, yeah, the secret tape or trying to find the skate letters or ringing all the bells at the school or fucking whatever. There was something so fun about that. I don't know. I I actually really like those modes.
1: Like, I know in the later ones, I can't remember so much for Thug 1. I didn't play that one as much. But Thug 2 kind of played like you're almost like you're in a, a jackass movie.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, it was like Tony Hawk versus Bam Jira's team. And, like, they had, like, Phil in it. And
0: I it, never... it
1: was a lot of fun. It was stupid, but it was fun.
0: I never played those ones. That does sound fun. But, so, wait, Phil was in it? Like, Bam's dad?
1: Yeah, but you I don't think... You might be able to unlock and escape, but he just had, like, story parts, and he's always in his underwear. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> That poor man. That poor man's been through so much shit. That would have been sick if you could have unlocked him as a skater. That would have been fucking awesome. I didn't know that. I think I'd stopped playing at that point. I I remember one of my favorite things about at least the early Tony Hawk games in the career mode or story mode or whatever you want to call it, single player mode, uh was the competitions that would come up between levels sometimes and you had to put up like your three best scores or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those I don't know about you, like that was always my favorite part of the single player was those, those competition levels. What about you? Like, what was oh, They your... were
1: hard at first. And like you said, like the Tiger Woods game, you'd go up and you're getting 99s on every single run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you start to get better at it, right? And you start leveling up your character and and all that kind of stuff, which was another thing. Like, I wanted to get into some of the characters, and I, obviously we're going to talk about the soundtracks and everything like that. Uh, a buddy of mine named Kevin Light is a comedian here in Edmonton. Uh, when I first started a comedy when he would introduce me at open mics, he would be like, your next comedian looks like the base generic creator skater from a Tony Hawk pro skater game uh, because of the backwards hat and everything. He'd be like, it's Adam Blake. I don't know about you, but like, I fucking, I've been embarrassed at how much time I would like spend on my, I've never been a clothes guy, but I would spend so much time just fucking around with like how my character looked and stuff in these games. Cause you could actually see how your character looked.
1: It's not yeah, I like the games where it's first person.
0: Yeah, or like a sports game where you design your face and then it's like, "Oh, okay, well, I never see my face. I'm playing NHL. He's, you know, I don't care about what
1: my face looks like." Yeah, exactly.
0: Like there was something about making sure you had like cool clothes and a cool-looking board and everything in these games and and then that wasn't even to 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 start with like playing. I never really played as the pros. To this day, I don't think I could name four pro skaters. Um, like, did you, like, did, so I'll ask you this, because a lot of people became skateboarders playing these games. Did you ever, like, do you follow, like, did you really get to, like, did, was Bam the only, or did you know Bam prior to playing Tony Hawk?
1: Uh, no, Bam was introduced to me through Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like, I know a few more pro skaters now, but not so much, like, today's skaters, you know right. what I mean? Like, back in those times, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and Tony was, Tony was the guy. Like, he's just... I don't want to say that he's like as recognizable as like a Michael Jordan or somebody. Cause I don't know if that's true, but you know what? I bet you his name's not too far. He might be, his name might be like, everybody knows the name Tony Hawk. Uh, he was just the right guy to put up like, and I'll ask you that. Like if these games had just been called fucking, I don't know. F- Steve's skated, Adve- like skateboarding 2000 or something. I don't think they sell as well. Like, I think they, I think Tony Hawk was a big part of the reason they sold. Like, that name was so iconic, you know?
1: Well, then, like, in a small sense, they kind of started doing that, too. Like, they came out with, like, Rodney Mullins, BMX. And right. Some guy's snowboard- uh, snowboarding game. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods golf.
0: Kelly Slater or whatever it was, the surfing game. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I don't think NHL does that anymore. They just put some big player on the cover. Yeah. They,
0: yeah. Most of them just do that now, but you're right. Yeah. And like, this was an usher of, it was just like, I don't feel like it was just a paid thing to put his name on there. I think you're right. I think Tiger Woods on the PGA tour boxes and Tony Hawk, if it had just been called pro skater, it just wouldn't have worked. Tony Hawk had to be on there like to just make them as special as they were. Um, and I fucking love, I think I want to know what you think. I think one of my favorite things about these games was that there was like no damage meter. You could go into these levels and just do the stupidest shit. And if you fell, you could fall five stories and land on your head and then just get up, put your board down and, and take off again.
1: And I, and I, Oh, exactly. Right.
0: And I liked that. I wanna know what you think. I always felt like I'm not a skateboarder. I, I can barely stand on a skateboard, but like the skateboarding felt fairly realistic, but then they would, ratchet down the realism in the areas that would confine you like fall damage and stuff and so they're like when you're on the board you're doing semi-realistic tricks but then you could also fuck her out and do whatever you want like does that make sense like i thought it was like the perfect combination of realism and fantasy at the same time if that makes if, if that i hope i'm saying that right
1: no no i, I get what you're saying i mean like some of the tricks you could go up in the air and do were obviously unrealistic as hell. Sure. Because you could do like eight tricks in one jump. But <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that, yeah. And I mean, and like you were like until Funny, you
1: could. Yeah, that was to bring in the fun value, so you could do it all. Otherwise, it's like go up and you know do a flip trick and then come all the way back down. Like
0: yeah, like it, it would be that yeah,
1: much fun. <laughs> totally.
0: If they had been like, I never played the skate games. Did you?
1: uh once for like 20 minutes they I, were my, better for crashing that was their big part <laughs> they were what like when you're when you crashed in the skate games your character like ragdoll oh so looked pretty funny okay
0: <laughs> my understanding is they were a little bit more hardcore like a little bit deeper like more complex controls and stuff yeah like i think that. so and uh and there's nothing wrong with that i like my golf games like that so there's nothing wrong with that it's just I don't I, I, I guess I'm just going around in circles I want to get to the music and stuff but I just I, I, I think these games are borderline brilliant like the original Tony Hawk games because they found a way to take this sport that looks cool, make it cool, make a video game cool when video games weren't that cool, make it accessible to everybody without making it too easy where it was super easy and anybody like if you could put up a million point combo or something like that was impressive, you know, like, it, it wasn't super easy to do, but anyone could learn to play it. And you, like, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, you know how hard it is to make a game with the freedom that a Tony Hawk pro skater game is. will also make it get completely accessible to everybody. Like, does that make sense? Like th- that's not an easy balance
1: to not. no, well, it's, it's, it's really not what like you were saying earlier. It's like, it's an easy game to learn, but hard to master. It's brilliant.
0: I, I truly yeah. think they're brilliant video games. And like and we haven't even gotten into stuff like the soundtracks and things.
1: But just the skate. Oh, ska- the soundtracks were epic. Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Like, just the, just the, like, there wasn't even much of a career mode. Like, I'm thinking of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And it was basically just like, ah, go to this level, look for all these things. And then when you've found all of them, then you move on to the next level. And it was like, that should be boring, but it isn't. It's so much fun because there's literally an endless number of ways to get to these things and to fuck around and to find new places and to not punish me for getting up onto the roof of this building and, and falling off. And like, this kid should be dead, but they're like, no, just get on your board and keep going. It's fine. Like that was what, like the, the gnarly falls were half of the fun. Of the, of the game was watching your friends fall on their fucking faces and just getting up and skating away. It was fucking like grinding on a goddamn electrical wire across a fucking alley where you're like, you're going to yeah. f- like, that wire can't hold me, but it doesn't
1: matter. It was, it, I don't know. And you are fall and get hit by like a fucking taxi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then just get up and get back on your board and take off again. It was just. I don't know man. I I I fucking I've been torn on what to do with this episode because I'm like all I'm going to do is sit here and just fanboy gush all over these games. But if by some fluke you're listening to these and you've never played them, like I'm begging you, play don't play Where do you think it got bad? After Wasteland, you think?
1: Yeah, like I had the next one after Wasteland, which was I believe was Project 8. Okay. And then like there and I couldn't even get into that one. And then they put out that Tony Hawk ride where you actually had like a skateboard controller that you stood on. Yeah.
0: I remember I remember me telling mom to get you that for Christmas or something. Was it was it even remotely good? I never used it.
1: Uh I found it ridiculously like sensitive, like to do an Ollie you, like just everything you did, like you tried doing Ollie and all of a sudden your character's trying to do a backflip. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because, like, you, you told it a hair too far. Right.
0: It's tough because, like, I'm looking at the release history of the Tony Hawk games right now, and these were annual releases for a long time. Like, 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, and then Ride was 2009, Shred was 2010, and then Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 was 2015. So, like, these were annualized games for a long time. And, and that's a tough thing to do. And a lot of people dunk on like sports franchises that are annualized now and how they got old. And I do think that's a problem that they run into. It doesn't matter if it's Tony Hawk, golf, uh, basketball, hockey, like any sports game wrestling that's annualized. After a while, people start to get bored of the formula and then you need to change it up a little bit. But when you change it up, you end up risking the running the risk of everybody being like, this sucks, go back to what made it great to begin with. Um, well,
1: that's, like, Tony Hawk did that, like, one, two, three, and 4 all played relatively the same. Yeah, they were the same game. And then, game. like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, and then we hit, like, Thug 2, it changed the whole storyline premise. It. Like I said, you could get off your board. Right. And, like, and then American Wasteland, well, that one was just completely different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was tough, because, like, you're right, like, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, Pro Skater 2, 3, and 4. We're 1999, 2000, 2001, and 2002. That's my high school era. I know you were just getting into high school then. I was just finishing high school then. And, like, those games, we didn't even care that it was the same game with some new skateboarders and new levels and a better soundtrack. That's all we wanted was new levels and a new soundtrack. Like, if these games were releasing today, they could just release Tony Hawk Pro Skater and then just sell... um, I know people are going to groan at it, but like you could just sell DLC and be like, buy new soundtracks, buy new levels, buy a new skater. And you know, like that's basically what we were paying for every year, but it was awesome. Um, and I want to, you mentioned how epic the soundtracks were and I want to get to that in just a minute, but, uh, we need to keep the bills on around here. So we're going to pause ladies and gentlemen for just a quick word, uh, from one of our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. Alright, uh, if we did not talk about the soundtracks of these games, we would be doing this franchise a great, great disservice. The The problem I have with covering these... This is the second episode we've dedicated to the Tony Hawk games, and the tricky thing is figuring out what music to put in the episode. Because all the... like These soundtracks are bangers, but it was all like licensed. It's not like I had like video game music or anything. Um, I'll ask you this. You and I have grown up playing very different video games. I know you're a big GTA guy. And they have some epic soundtracks as well. on the, On the whole, Josh, is Tony Hawk Pro Skater got the best soundtracks in gaming history? As far as licensed music goes, not original music, because I think they might.
1: I think so. They definitely have uh, the most variety. That's for sure. There are fucking. I have songs that like.
0: Oh my god! Like, I, like I don't know about you, but like I have songs that I hear, and as soon as I hear them, uh, I just think of Tony Hawk Pro Skater.
1: Oh yeah, I have a uh, a
0: lot of songs that I've like downloaded that I just got from those games. Yeah, like it introduces you to like new, like uh, like the number one song I think of when I think of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks is uh, "Worlds Collide." That's the number one. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. when I hear that, I'm like, that's you know what I mean. Like that's the first thing that pops into my mind. Is there a song that you can remember from these games that really jumps off the the page at you?
1: Uh, I'm having a hard time thinking. Of the, I know. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Of it right now. <laughs>
0: I know I'm putting you right on the spot. But
1: uh, I think it's just a uh, break on through to the other side yeah, of that yeah, song. Yeah. I don't know if that's the actual title yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. But that was in, I believe, Thug 2. Okay. And yeah, as soon as I hear that, I just immediately think of that game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god I'm like flipping through Some of these Like bring the noise Oh my god Anthrax and Public Enemy Oh yeah Oh my god Fuck me dude These are like (laughs) Ha ha The memories of some of these Old songs Rage Against the Machine Oh my god So much Like Papa Roach Was all these Fucking like Oh boy I
1: They even had some bands That weren't that big yet Like uh I know one of them Had a band Three Inches of Blood And it's like now they're big, but they were at the time. We're just like a small band from Vancouver. Right.
0: Oh my God, dude. I would think by Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Jesus, maybe as early as Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. If not 2, then by 3. If you were a band and you got the call being like, hey, we'd like to put one of your songs on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack, like I would imagine that would have been the video game equivalent of being asked to perform at the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Like, that's a big oh, yeah, fucking deal. Yeah,
1: you know your song, and your band's going to blow up. Oh,
0: my God. You're going to, well, I was just about to say you're going gonna to sell a whole bunch of albums, but uh, this is going to date me. Like, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, 3, 4, that was the Napster era, so you weren't selling anything as we were just downloading everything off Napster. And Lime oh, yeah, Wire,
1: that uh, yeah, Lime and, yeah, LimeWire. <laughs> yeah,
0: and ruining, comp- that LimeWire, LimeWire must have been fucking, like, the plague to computers Like LimeWire must have killed more computers Than oh my god I can't even imagine But I've never been a big music guy And I don't think you really have either But I would take songs Just cause I heard them on these soundtracks And listen to them And just enjoy it Like it was just These are just such magical ga- Like it's just I don't know how else like, to say it They're just magical video games
1: Did they ever sell like records Like just like the Tony Hawk soundtrack
0: I don't know I wonder. I mean, they, if
1: they could get the licensing, man, they they make a killing. <laughs> I'm going
0: to look. I mean, obviously now. Well, I always make fun of the vinyl people out there now because uh, I am I call them vinyl weirdos, people that collect vinyl. Can you buy the Tony Hawk soundtracks? I don't know. Because, like, remember they used to make I mean, like, the old, like, jock jams tapes and stuff?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I wonder. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't see one. But maybe, Wait, I, don't I
1: don't I don't know if he could do this with the Tony Hawk games, but like I remember the original Grand Theft Auto for PlayStation if you put it into a CD player. Yeah. It would actually just play all the music from the game. Oh my god, I think you're right. Could you do that with Tony Hawk? I don't know if Tony that Hawk? would work with like the Tony Hawk games. Could you listen?
0: I uh, I'll never be able to Google that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that fuck what a fuck i know that we're just i don't this is not going to be the best episode ever of this podcast i don't feel like we're even getting that deep into the games it's just reminiscing about like what like i just when i think of the tony hawk pro skater games like i just think of like a fun time like in my life pro wrestling was at its best i was in high school i had frosted tips and baggy jeans and like that was your life was just playing stupid video games all the time it was just so much fun did you ever play these on 64 i never did
1: uh my friend in cold lake had tony hawk one for 64 and the the graphics for it were were pretty shitty i always like even just seeing the comparison between the uh the 64 and the PlayStation, the same game. Yeah. There was a pretty big difference.
0: I just always imagine, like, listen, I have never hidden the fact that I don't like the Nintendo 64 controller. And I've seen people lately on Twitter being like, oh, it's like a cool hipster thing to do. It's like the cool thing to do now. And I'm like, I don't, fuck you. Like, I've been shitting on that controller for five years. I don't like that. I was shitting on that controller in 1997. I don't like that fucking controller. <laughs> I can't imagine playing. I don't think I ever played these on sixty four. I'm sure people listen to this did, and they're gonna be like, "I did, cool." I played, I played them on PS one, and then I actually played a lot on Xbox. I was a big original Xbox guy, so I played
1: them there. Uh, all the ones I played were PlayStation.
0: Yeah, you were all about the PS two, back in the day. I remember that. I, uh, cause yeah, and it was just like, and to me, even though I played some of them on Xbox, the PlayStation controller. Like, the, PS, the PS1, PS2 controller, once it had the dual analogs on the PS1, and then the PS2 controller, like, I still think that that's one of the best designed controllers in the history of this industry. and well, That's
1: why they never change it much.
0: You're right. Yeah, I'm looking at my PS5 controller right now, and it just looks like a PS2 controller on steroids. Um, they've always been great controllers. And the thing about the Tony Hawk games is, like, they control well, and they're tight, but, like, I hope what I'm saying here makes sense. When I'm playing like Halo, I want a big fat loose controller, like an Xbox controller in my hand. When I'm playing a Tony Hawk, I want that tight, super packed. There's no dead space between the buttons. Everything just fits so well. Like to me, the Tony Hawk games are just synonymous with that PS1, PS2 controller. Like it just fits so perfectly. Do you know what I mean?
1: Um, no, 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 I know exactly what you mean So you can go between Your tricks yeah.
0: But... yeah Cause you had so little Time to react To keep a combo going And stuff I just Like I bet you They would've been fun On GameCube I don't think I ever Played one on the GameCube Either I just And I'm not dunking On any of you That played them on the 64 I, That's fine If that's where you played That's where you played it I just can't imagine Using that controller And trying to pull off Like that fucking Analog stick and everything And trying I just That just seems insane to me I don't know Maybe that's just me Did you ever play One of the handheld ones I never played them On like GBA or anything
1: uh, no, I never played the handheld no, ones. No, me neither. I can't, I don't know.
0: Maybe they would have been all right. I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't brought this franchise back. Like, I know they did the remakes of one and two, and there were rumors they were going to remake three, four, and they never did. But I'm just shocked that, like, you would think if they did, because I know they did Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 a few years ago, and people hated it. Did you play that one at all? I didn't.
1: No, like I said, the last one I played was American oh, yeah. Wasteland. And I will like a little bit of that Project 8, but that right. doesn't even count. Like,
0: I think if they were to make a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 6 now, or Tony Hawk Pro Skater new or something, uh, I think they'd go over like gangbusters. Being able to play it online and stuff, I think that'd be fucking awesome. Being able to play horse against somebody online and shit be awesome.
1: Or oh, you, you could with Tony Hawk 4. Play it online? Yeah.
0: Oh, right, because it was PS2, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the greatest quality, no. but you
0: could. That's what I mean, though. Like, nowadays, like, fucking with Twitch and stuff like that, people be tuning in, oh, yeah. they'd be huge. You could you could make it an eSport game if if you brought them back and nailed the landing on them now. I just, I'm shocked that the franchises isn't doing more. Um, you and I were quickly talking off-air about some of the hidden characters in these games, and uh, I just want to shout out, like, by far, my favorite was Spider-Man. I don't even know how many more of them I can name, but I remember, I think Spider Man was in Tony Hawk 2.
1: That was in 2, yeah. And he had like the Spidey flip where he'd kick his board away and use his web yeah. and pull it back. And Oh yeah. my
0: God. I'm looking up Tony Hawk. Do you remember any of the other, like, was there anybody else you remember? Unlockable characters.
1: I want to uh, say in Iron Tony Man Hawk was the one. Two, uh, I think there was like a security guard you could unlock. Oh, that's- and I know in Thug 2, you could unlock like uh, Wee Man and Steve
0: Oh really? Oh I guess the
1: People Steel road like a giant mechanical bull.
0: <laughs> oh shit, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Wee Man was on a skateboard.
0: <laughs> yeah. We man's a beauty. I love that guy.
1: Oh yeah, look at all these like Officer Dick. <laughs> uh, was that the was that Tony Hawk too, the Officer Dick? Uh I'm telling you right away.
0: No, it looks like uh yeah, yeah, it looks like he had debuted in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 anyways holy fuck that's good stuff yeah tony hawk pro skater 2 holy fuck doom guy you could unlock doom guy in tony hawk he was in tony hawk pro skater 3 what i didn't know that
1: no i didn't know that one either like two two thug two and wasteland were the ones that i played the ever living shit out
0: yeah yeah uh iron man yeah you could get iron man that's fucking rad wolverine was in tony hawk pro skater 3 like these i'm telling you like if you weren't around in this era you don't understand how big of deal this is like these were big fucking games back then that's huge but spider-man to me is always the one everybody remembers and you're right it's because like you know i loved when you could create a skater and assign specials to yourself like come up with sp- like i don't know about you i always took the 900 because i think the 900 is awesome uh i'm boring um but you could like assign your own moves but yeah for spider-man to have that special move where he'd like the board would get away from him and then he'd web it back to himself that was like the sickest thing in the world fucking love that shit
1: did you well even even in the later ones there's even create a trick mode and you could actually create your own special trick
0: oh no shit i don't think i knew
1: that and like they'd be un- unbelievably unrealistic he'd be like do a backflip and then land on the side of your board and then ride that sideway down the street. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know if it's actually man. called the primo if you can do that, but riding on the side of your board. <laughs> that's sick.
0: I fucking but that's what makes it so fun. Is that creativity. That's what I mean. Like I can't believe we haven't got a new one of these. Cause the like with technology today, you could do anything with these games. Anything. Oh my god, that's sick. Um I wanted to ask you if there's any There's a couple particular, I can't remember which games they were in. Again, I'm sorry, everybody. I know this isn't the most succinct episode. I just wanted this to be a geek out about games that we loved playing back in the day. Uh, I feel like this is more of an old school episode of Remember the Game than the new ones where I'm replaying games before we review them. Uh, Are there any levels that stand out to you? Because I can think of two or three that stand out to me that I I fondly remember.
1: Oh, from Fug 2, I think the one that everybody loved the most was probably The School. Okay, yeah. Because it had like the drop of doom and all that. Uh, I always loved New York as well in uh, Tony Hawk too, because that's the one where you get like hit by cabs and like <laughs> they scream out like "You motherfucker, you're pissing me off!" But the car horn, yeah, yeah, honks to censor it. And... <laughs> and like when you get to Thug Two, it's the same thing, but you're going all around the world, right? And uh, Spain was always one of my favorite, along with New Orleans. I didn't know you could go to Spain.
0: I don't think I played Thug 2. I can't remember that. I don't think I played
1: Thug 2. Like I say, it was like a Jackass episode, pretty much.
0: (laughs) I remember, I can't remember the particular games they're from, so I'm sorry, everybody, if you're mad at me for not knowing the games. But I remember there was one where you were at like a beach and you were like going up and down buildings and like along like the path and you could see the beach behind you. Or there was sand Probably everywhere. Probably
1: Venice Beach and Tony Hawk, too.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Because I remember there being sand yeah. everywhere. And I, I remember really liking that episode, or that level. Uh, I want to say it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. The first level, you're at, like, a, a fucking watch, like, a a lighthouse. And it's, like, a, you can climb up. Maybe it's not 4, but it's, like, on the coast. And you can, like, climb up this thing, and there's this giant empty pool. And you could get up and, like, rail slide around the lighthouse at the very... If you could build up enough speed to get all the way up there. Does that sound familiar to you? I can see it in my head.
1: It does, but I think the first level in four, I think was a university. Okay,
0: then maybe I'm thinking of a different Uh, one.
1: There was Alcatraz in four that might have had Yeah, that's
0: that's the one. Alcatraz. Ah, fucking sick. Alcatraz is a lot
1: of fun. That's
0: (laughs) such a great fucking level. That is exactly the one I was trying to fucking remember. Oh my God. Fuck! I love these. Like I'm again, everybody. I'm sorry. I know this is just an all over the place le- episode. But sometimes, it, yes, Alcatraz, California. That's the exact level. Oh, this one had the zoo too. Maybe Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four is my favorite. <laughs> Fucking maybe this is.
1: It is definitely up there. I mean, two is on my list just because it was the one that got it started. Oh yeah,
0: I I think but two is four two is... is
1: definitely up there too.
0: Yeah, I think. Um... I don't I'm sure like it's tough it's like arguing what the best Pokemon is I think a lot of people it's the one I grew up with is my favorite one or whatever but like I in my opinion Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is the most iconic I'm not saying it's the best one in the in the franchise but I think it's the most iconic I think like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 laid the groundwork and then Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is what it went it really went mainstream um maybe that's just me, I don't know. I No, that sounds about right. Like I don't remember anything of the original. But by Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, they're like we had figured out what we wanted. Maybe it's cuz the original one came out, people were like this is pretty good. And then Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, they probably marketed the fuck out of it. That's why we all knew about it. It was in like I say those demo disks you got in fucking magazines and stuff. It was everywhere. Like i'll that'll always be the one i I'll, although i am sitting here right now looking at the level lineup of tony o pro skater four and being like maybe this one's my favorite i don't fucking know i want to play one of these again i haven't played these games in forever fuck they're good
1: i i used to play wasteland probably about once every year or two
0: <laughs> like just play through it
1: yeah because yeah. it actually had a really good like storyline campaign like you were uh like a new skater to LA, and as soon as you got off the bus, you got your ass kicked. Oh, really? <laughs> so then you like yeah to get your stuff back, and then hop out the local skate store, and then try to work on becoming a pro, and you like join a gang, and all this other stuff. <laughs> that's
0: yeah, that's rad. Like I I like like I mean obviously you know maybe that misses the mark after a while, but I like that stuff. I'm like it, it, you need to put a little bit of meat on the bone. It doesn't have to just be like. And I'm not complaining because I really liked those um those levels where there was no story. You just went to an area and you'd have like that notebook sheet of paper with all your challenges on it. And you just went through and like, yeah, crossed off challenges. Yeah. I found that and almost,
1: they, what's that? I was going to say they kind of kept that in the later ones too, because like you could play story mode or a classic mode Oh. and then classic mode would give you each little area of the city with 10 challenges. With challenges. <laughs> I like that. because yeah.
0: To me, it was almost like therapeutic, you know? And I have so many memories of like playing the PS one and turning the game down and like listening to blink and offspring and like final, when I think of final fantasy seven, I think of offspring's Americana album because I listened to it so many times playing through final fantasy seven, but with the Tony Hawk game,
1: you were weird for that. I couldn't do that. I had to listen to the game. You could just turn on music and turn the game off. Yeah. You're (laughs) weird.
0: No. Uh, yeah, you're right. I did. And like, but with the Tony Hawk games, you didn't have to. It was like, I want to listen to this game. And it was like, I like that there's no cutscenes, There's no story to remember. I just listen to this awesome music and just fart around on the skateboard and do stupid shit. And sometimes you'd play for real and try to go for the challenges and try to clean stuff up. And at other times you'd just be like, I want to see if I can kill this kid. <laughs> and just see how far <laughs> you can make him fall and find new... And like, dude, it was just like the... Like, the number of ways you could get creative and find new ways to get on top of buildings. And as you got better at, like, wall wall grinding, I don't know what it's called, wall Wall riding? Wall ride. Yeah, like, as yeah. you got better at that and you could get higher up with it and shit like that. And Special video games, man. Special, special video games.
1: I would... I guess that shit was hidden everywhere. Everywhere. Like, a lot of games back then, especially, they kind of, like, punished you for exploring. Like, oh, you can't go there. You know, Tony Hawk would be like, holy crap, they got all the way up here, here's 50 bucks. Yeah.
0: Like, it was just, and, like, I don't like collect-a-thought. Like, I, I've always said I don't care for Donkey Kong 64 because there's a lot of to-do in that game. Like, there's a lot of hours, but you're just running around collecting everything you can fucking find, and I and I thought it got tedious. There was something about these games where it was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting bored of looking for these collectibles. Well, then I'm just going to go do some tricks. Oh, I'm bored of that. Well, I'll play two-player now, and... Play some horse with my friend. I'm bored of that. I'll design a park. I'm bored of that. Like it's there was just so like fuck, man. I say it all the time, Josh. I don't know if you've ever. I, I'll be like, I'm not being. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I don't know if you've ever actually listened to an episode of this dumb show. If you haven't, it's okay. I don't know if you have. Have you ever listened to this show? No,
1: I, I've listened to a few, not a lot. That's but. fine. It sucks. I don't
0: blame you. It's fine.
1: Um, but I say it like
0: old games. Where you can tell that like they really went above and beyond to deliver a great experience to the, to the gamers. They stand the test of time. People remember those games with the extra layer of polish and the extra layer of... Like, dude, we played so many shit games. Like, so many bad Simpsons games and TV-based games and movie games. Like, there were so many bad video games. So when one was really, really good that shit stands out. And even in 2023 and 2033 and 2043, people will be talking about those games as the, the crown jewels of the eras. And like, to me, the, like I, I, some may argue with me, I would put the Tony Hawk games, at least the glory years ones in the same conversation as, as like the Mario Kart's and the halos and like, like those, like the GTAs, like these are some of the yeah. biggest games ever from that era ever
1: like I know people are going to disagree with that but like I would say like almost like Tony Hawk 2 for the Playstation was kind of like GoldenEye for the 64 yeah,
0: yes 1 million percent like to me when I think of the original Playstation I think Final Fantasy 7 I think Metal Gear Solid uh, and then honestly I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater like and I know they were on the 64 I just played them on, on the Playstation but like they were that yeah. big those games are that big it really is sad that they're not around more now, but I don't know. Tony Hawk's got so much money now; maybe he doesn't doesn't care anymore. But... Oh, he's
1: getting old anyway. It turned into like you fell down and broke your hip.
0: Yeah, and he can still skate. <laughs> that guy's a beast. He can. Oh still yeah, go. he just seems like a oh, really yeah. he seems like a really cool guy too. Just seems like a really nice, down to earth dude. But anyway, well, we'll we'll talk more about sucking Tony Hawk's dick next week. Um, I think I'm done. Like I said, I I don't know if this was this episode lived up to what everybody wanted it to be. I just wanted it to be a fun like this is what this is what I feel like remember the game has gotten away from doing these episodes where it's not a lot of research. I'm not replaying games. I'm just talking about them from memory. It was fun to do that with this one. I like is there anything else? Is there anything we forgot about? Is there anything else you want to throw out there? Like any last memory? Like I just I just love these games i really do
1: I was, gonna, I was gonna say it was one of those types of games where like we go over to a friend's house for like a sleepover and we actually have like tony hawk tournaments
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah to me like, like they you said
1: it was yeah it was one of those games i just like you could plan an entire night just playing this one game totally
0: <laughs> it became uh it became the new like for a while for us that was mario kart 64 and Goldeneye. And then Tony Hawk. That's probably around the time I stopped playing Goldeneye was when I really got into Tony Hawk. Like, that became the new multiplayer game of choice amongst me and my friends was wrestling or the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Just uh, anyone that grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s playing these games, I'm sure you all know exactly what I'm talking about because every everybody fucking played them. They were so good.
1: Um, oh, yeah. You, if you didn't know it, You had a friend who did, and you always went over their place to play.
0: Yeah, 100%. Okay, we got to score it. I don't even know how to score it. Let's just say as a whole. Let's just say as a whole you're scoring the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. And uh, let's score them out a 900 because that's Tony's trademark uh, little trick there is the 900. So, uh, Josh, just generally, if you were scoring the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series out of 900, what are you scoring it?
1: Uh, I'd say if you're going from like 2 to the Wasteland, you're looking at like 850 to almost 900. And then after that, it drops down to like 300. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can't speak to anything after that because I never suffered through them. But yeah, dude, I, I mean, I, I always say there's the Mario tax, and I'm very hesitant to give a game a perfect score if it's not Super Mario World. But from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 to probably both thug is probably when I stopped. Uh, it's easily like an 875 out of 900. Like they're just the only time I've ever cared about skateboarding, and just some of my my favorite memories of gaming from that era are these Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. And if by some fluke you're a young listener and you're listening to this and you never played them, like I beg you, try one. Even if it's dude the Tony the the remakes of one and two are rock solid. Play them. Just play play something, and and just God, you'll just if you didn't if you weren't around for it, you'll never know just how insane. The phenomenon of these games were back in the day, very special video games, like Hall of Fame worthy video games, in my opinion.
1: Oh, uh, easily like what's there that? was a point that's all you saw commercials for and oh, like yeah. magazine ads and crap were all the Tony Hawk games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, da, 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 da. All right, uh, I was just gonna keep going, but yeah, let's. All right, we're good. That I feel good. We're good. Holy fuck! Tony Hawk reveals huge amount of he gets in royalties for the iconic Tony Hawk pro skater video games. Sorry, everybody. I, I promise we're going to wrap this up, but I'm interested in about this. Uh, da, da, da. I never thought that people who are really into games would get into skateboarding because skateboarding wasn't that popular. Hawk told the host of his, this is an interview on indie 100.com. It was bigger than I ever imagined. The fact that we got a sequel was a huge shock to me. However, the biggest shock came when Tony Hawk received his royalty check. Tony revealed that, as his fourth game was being released in 2002, he learned that his other three games were doing well, but the first one still remains the most profitable. I didn't know that. Um, he said that he was, holy fuck. He was like, so this <laughs> hot, oh my gosh. He, I get, he was talking to his agent and his agent said, uh, these things are way bigger than you ever imagined. And then he handed me a check for $4 million that check amount was only Hawks annual royalties for the first game. Jesus. Since the release of the games, the games have earned nearly $1 billion in sales. So he must've made like a, a healthy eight figures off those games.
1: Oh yeah. He, he could just quit skateboarding if
0: he really wanted to. Oh, but... fuck. Yeah,
1: man. I can't wait well, for now today. he's set, right? Yeah.
0: But... I can't wait for Adam blank pro podcasting games to take off. And I start getting millions of dollars in royalty checks. That's going to be fire. Uh, (laughs) Kids aren't going to want to play that. Anyway, all right, let's get out of here. This was fun. This was a nice trip, just trip down memory lane. Uh, Makes me want to play these again. I enjoyed this. Uh, Josh, as always, thank you for coming on the show and talking stupid old video games that we used to play with me. And thank you for confirming that I did, in fact, let you in my room to play original PlayStation because I wasn't sure I did. Cause I'm kind of a douche, so uh, I'm glad to hear I, I did. I it.
1: know I would wait till you went out quite a bit and did it. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking
0: you would have too, you little fucker. Um, all right, well, good shit. I oh, I can't beat you up because you're bigger than me. All right, well, fair enough. That was fun, Josh. Thanks for doing this, buddy. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Thanks a lot. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Josh, thank you so much for uh, for battling through. Because, yeah, he was feeling like shit. And he battled through to give me a call and talk Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I appreciate it. And every single one of you nerds listening to this right now, whether it was your first Remember the Game or your 245th, thank you so much for the support. I very much appreciate it. And if you want to do a good deed for the day, how about you just take five seconds to go to your podcast service and leave us a good review, huh? The five stars. I don't really know what they accomplished, but if all the other podcasters are going to do it, I'm going to ask for that. We've had a a a rash makes it sound like a bad thing, but we've had a rush, I guess, of good reviews lately, and uh, it's just turned me on a little bit. And y'all want me to be turned on, right? So just leave us a good review, turn me on. I'd appreciate it. And if you want more of these, I got you covered. We have literally hundreds of bonus podcasts with up to four extras waiting for you every single week, ad free, ready to download onto your phone and just listen to it. Your heart's content at patreoncom slash. Remember the game subscriptions start at $2 a month. And, uh, yeah, we donate some of it to charity. You get lots of podcasts. Plus all the other perks y'all know about. It's probably the best deal in the history of the universe. Uh, somebody brought up the other day that I could probably get away with raising my prices over there a little bit. I honestly have chewed on the, the fat on it. Um, but I'm, uh, and I mean this sincerely, like, I'm just so humbled that anyone is willing to pay to listen to my rambling. I'm going to leave it at 2 bucks for now. There's a $5 tier. There's a $10 tier. There's a $20 tier. There's more perks. But if you just want a couple of extra podcasts a week, I feel like $2 is about what my rambling is worth. So I'm going to leave it affordable. Lots of you are signing up. I'm very grateful for all the support. And I recommend checking that out. If you want more, Remember the Game goodness. I'm also on Twitch whenever I have time. Twitch.tv slash Remember the Game. Just come by. Say hi. Tell me why I'm wrong. We'll be friends. It's good times. And I have a PO box. You can find that address at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Just send me a postcard, a letter, just something little. Tell me where you're listening. I'll write back. We'll be friends. It's good times. All right, that's it. I'm going to thank some patrons and get out of here. Uh, Yeah, that's all my shout outs. I will be back tomorrow for our Patreons with uh, Expansion Pass, which will be my Resident Evil 4 remake review. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch, where we'll talk about all the biggest news in the world of video games. And I'll be back a week from this very moment with Remember the Game 246, where we'll be talking Golden Axe for the Sega Genesis slash vastly inferior named Mega Drive. All right? Take it easy, everybody. I'm thanks to Patreons, and leave. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. So long. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level or higher at patreon.com rememberthegame. And as such, I'm contractually obligated to thank them as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to makeshift mallow magic money joe buck sharonic andre the keegs james clark dave McGee dan of dna gaming slick rick doug dorn chris flurry andrew wright jordan fraser burns angry Ticks dave thompson no one cares scott brooks aaron lawson nathan trombley a-town morgan zane donovan ryan kinchin mike maloney g9 psx mercury 869 wolfgang darren sam wright andy hudson doogie wolf magic 21 johnny ccdc joel leblanc squints titan 420s uncle 504 russell aldridge jeff bergeron captain n ot plays games daniel tunable power john woodrock Randy Barrage, Just a Fish, Poop Q, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Ballsack Teabagger, Chris Frosty Feet 492 Triple, Chugger22, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Jean-Ray Pram, Ray Wantonga, Zach Coiner, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Justin Vissers, Mizuru, Jacob Adams, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Jake Carter, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaver Boy, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Leroy Westrich, Evolva, Sean Ramos, DB Cooper. Stud Still Smash, Gabe, Dan in Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, A Dude Named Adam, John Jamison, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon, Roe, Blaine the Hoagie Man Who's Not a Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Bucky the Beagle Herder, Antonio Echeverria, Hagel Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Esteban Navarro, kH Timothy. Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Nicole Aldana, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Them Boys on the Roof, Max Lagroom, Current Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark McHugh, James One Francesco, John of the Adult Children Podcast. Matt Hamilton, Daniel DeVore, Drugs and Bad, okay. Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude Walter, Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, The Fletchman. The Fletchman? Is it The Fletchman or The Fletchman? I don't know. Colin Bollinger, Sleeper Hit, Joey Mercury, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Musty Beetle, Bud Lightyear, John M. Watkins, Timothy Saprinski, Beef Dingleberry, Michael Barjudina, Hitchy Poo, Arctic Vision Pulma Simp, Mark But Not McHugh, Trevor McKee, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Zamatos Chris Lovin', Oh My God It Froze, Bobby Litton, Brandon Dezeba, Kia Pup, Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, Works For Me, Heben Demon, Dakota Guy, Alexander Camps, Pizza Dude's Got 30 Seconds, Ryan Perry, Alex R it's the Bigfoot, Graham, Lucas Valadez, Ichi natsuru Mr. Papa Giorgio, Solomon Soto, Dark Skywalter, Denton Van Zandt, Postman, West Gen, Nick Creature, Adam Martinet, Nafe, Dr. Nightmare23, Kevin Monroe, Shorzy, Because19, Digital Dave, Lord Long Ron Von Hugendom II, Frosty Bear, Max sandin Sour Goat Face, Alex Ramos, Faded Sufferance, Tristan Anderson, Benjamin Atkins, Robbie DLC, Ryan Maurice, Mellow Yellow 8787, B Money, Hired Goons, who? Brandon Helmheckle, The Fiend, Ryan Colton, It's OG, Tyler Bauer, Fallen Snow, Kiku, Deal Pickle Rick, E-Man Trucker, Marks need that one kid, Josh, Raging Irish, Atreu, Wormwood, uh, Ag- Agent Booty Pants, Shoeboxers, Wildcard, Adam Blank still hasn't reviewed Mar- Mario Galaxy. Jake Callahan, Robbie Air, Sabin, Brian Richmond, Devilish Saint, Blobby Rogers, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Glue Scapping, Bula, No Games No Beer, Make CJ something something. Mad Zeus, Buy Me Bone Storm, Plow King, Caesar, Pekin Hat. Fill up my move with farts. <laughs> Liquor like Luigi. This is tough. Robotin Dick Whittles, Cody Thompson, Preston, Dylan, Tourette, Elephant Cavs, Shane Johnson, and Scissor Fist. Ah, yes. Thanks a lot for the support, everybody. Appreciate you, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <coughs>